the big winners, the big surprises, who was missing, and who didn't deserve the award that they got. We'll call them all out during this episode of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. It's the Jacks, the morning after the CMA Awards. is clearly the responsible thing. I am suspending my campaign for governor. And while I may not have crossed the finish line, that does not mean we will ever stop running for a better Georgia. Stacey Abrams fails. Brian Kemp is re-elected governor of the great state of Georgia. Coming up in segment two, Ben Burnett returns. How well did Ben do with his prediction of Kemp by eight? You're going to find out coming up. 54-46. I mean, that's a that's a, that's a beating. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends. We have conversations about current events and pop culture, music, trends, plus endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. This is episode 316 of Cadillac Jack, my second act. That is a lot of episodes. My name's Don, and I'm Caddy's wife. Okay, so I um, yesterday I was sitting. It was so pretty yesterday. Yes, it was beautiful yesterday. It's a little chilly here in Atlanta today. This is what we're doing. We're going from like seventy eights to like fifties in one day. A forty degree swing between Tuesday and Friday. Of this week. Yes, and I don't know if you've noticed, but on our driveway we have a massive because the little lawny people haven't come, and I don't, you're not you don't have a leaf blower, do you? I don't know. I don't believe so. Yeah. Um, so there's like leaves everywhere, but there's also those hard, like, uh, what are they? The acorns. Little, yes, the acorns. They're everywhere and they fall on your head. You can hear them hitting the cars. And last night I took Roscoe, our little, um, our younger dog out on a leash because we can't let him out when it's dark because he'll like go into the woods and bark for days. Um, and I almost fell. Like these things are like slippery and I'm falling. This has nothing to do with the story that I'm about to tell you. It was beautiful yesterday and I'm sitting on the, there's a like a lot of benches around, you know, where my store is. And so I was sitting out there and I'm just enjoying the day and I'm, you know, looking around and just admiring all the little people walking around. And this fella comes up to me and sits down on the bench and he goes, anybody sitting here? Like we're in the cafeteria at school. And I looked at him, I said, well, no. And he's probably like in his 20s. He sits down and he said, I'm waiting for my um, friend to park the car in valet and we're going to go down and do a little shopping. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm, so I'm telling him like, oh, I managed the store right here. We have men's clothes. And he's like, well, we're going down to the Chanel store. He said, because he wants to get a scarf. And I said, fantastic. And so he proceeds to show me his tennis shoes and I said, oh my gosh. And they have these like huge bow ties on them. Okay. Like he's tied this like fancy ribbon bow tie on them. And I'm like admiring his shoes. And I'm like, I love the way you tied your bow tie. So he says to me, what size shoe do you wear? And I said, seven and a half to eight. And he says, well, these are European and they'll fit your feet. And they're made by Lanvin, L-A-N-V-I-N. And he says, they're thousand dollar shoes, but if you want them, I'll give them to you free. Is he going to roll me later in the parking lot? Like, what's going to happen? Where's the story going to end? I'm going to say you did not wind up with the shoes. No, because they were on his feet. And you know how I am about, like, people's feet and, like, things okay, like all that. Right. What's the little guy's story? 
I said, I, what are you going to wear? And he said, well, I'm, I'll, I'll wear something. He said, but I just, I, he said, I'm a giver and I love to give things to people that admire nice things. And I'm thinking, this is just the craziest load of crap. Like, where's this did going? You, did you at any point say, this, this is the craziest is, load of crap? This is too good to be true. No, because I don't want him to like side, 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 pull out a gun on me and shoot me right there on the bench. Well, you don't have to say it out loud. You say to yourself. Well, I, I said to myself multitude of times. Okay. But then I kind of thought, I thought, self, those are cute shoes. Like, they were really cute uh-huh. shoes. So I go in and I'm talking to Melanie, my friend, who I volunteered in to be my assistant manager, you know. And I said, Melanie, you're never going to believe what happened out here. And I'm telling the whole story. So we get on the Google and start looking up these Landvin $1,000 shoes. And in fact, they are $1,000 and they are from Europe and they look exactly like that. Well, so did knockoff, though, right? Agreed? Maybe. I mean, you wouldn't be able to tell. But she said, you should have taken the damn shoes. Okay. She said, we could have found, we've got, and she's right. We've got hundreds of pairs of shoes in here. We could have swapped out or something. Like a rogue pair of like slippers that are so on what like what happened a to your little friend? Man, he, he stayed out on the bench for a while. And then I took Melanie out there to see him and he was gone. Just like vaporized. And she said to me, Melanie said, do you think he was like an elf or like Santa Claus or like something? All right. Are there, do, do fumes get into your store ever? Like things from the... No, but know. we did have a bird. You know we had a bird. I, I heard about the bird, but like there's no like uh, chemicals or anything that, 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 that just are... are no, I'll tell you the difference. No, I'll tell you the difference. Tasteless and smellless. No, I'll tell you the difference. And I figured this out. Uh-huh. And Linda Leon chimed in on this one on Facebook when I'm telling the story about nutbags. Who you, is nutbags? The squirrel. Oh, oh. God, you have Jesus. a tendency to like cut people off and be very net net. Uh-huh. What I love about Melanie and other people, certain other they people, it. not even about entertaining. It's just a conversation. Well, like it's not like someone says something, they're like, and, you, and the other person, you are like, oh, that's stupid. And then I've that's never said that. or, well, I'm just I've saying, never said that, well, no. I'm just saying like, or something like, okay, but there, there's something's different than that. Stupid. Okay. Well, okay. Maybe not. That's not a good example, but like, I, I wouldn't do that. We're not adopting that squirrel. Like, no, we're not. just like it's not a conversation. No, it's and like, not. It's not what a I love about Melanie is like when the bird got into my store, I said, How should we get the bird out? And so she brought her lacrosse net and her pool skimmer, and we tried that, and that didn't work. And then she was like, She had a great idea. She said, Let's put a mama bird over the Sono speaker calling to a baby bird. And hopefully that will lure him out. How'd that work? Didn't work. Okay. All right. Next. But the fact is, she tried it. Whereas if I had said that to you, like, let's put a well, bird. I would, I would have said that's never going to work. So no, move next. Well, we had a bird in this very studio and yes. Olivia had to get it. Well, we, it was a tandem. We got it out together. A tandem. Y'all got it out together. We did. Yeah. You okay. moved the drapes over here and, and some, some bats and. Just open the window. Ropes and yeah, you have to shoot on out. I didn't, I didn't play anything over a son. What is a son? I don't know what a son of speaker is. We didn't play anything over a speaker. Tell me what your favorite country music song is. Well, I'm glad you asked that because my favorite country song is also a dance craze that's currently sweeping the nation. Hey, guys in the truck, hit it. Georgia boy, that was just too much, too much for my ears. 
give it up again for Zeb Ross from Canton, North Carolina for that fantastic dance performance. Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning hosted the 56th annual CMA Awards. Did you recognize the guy from Canton, North Carolina that they just mentioned that, that came out during that, that bit during the monologue? And did the clogging? From the TikTok video. He's TikTok. Yeah, he's yeah, a TikTok. Did you recognize him? Yeah. I know people think that I do too many commercials, okay? But I just want to tell the haters out there, you're not going to get to me, all right? And there's no chance you're going to make me sweat. Not with all the hydrating electrolytes that I get from Gatorade Fierce. <laughs> Carrie Underwood opened the show with a tribute to Loretta Lynn. Carrie had on kind of her little Loretta Lynn dress, and um, Reba looked fantastic. We've talked about it before. She just looks fantastic. She's coming off a of vocal rest. She was put on vocal rest uh, early last week for some reason. And I tell you, she has got such a supporter in that boyfriend of hers. He is like just, you know, carrying her purse, talking about when she was on vocal rest. She had a little bell. He'd come help her. I mean, it's just like crazy. Did, did she really? Yeah. He would come to, he'd be, he'd be summoned by a bell. Yeah, she was joking about it, but okay, yeah. yeah. She kind of got a dig on old Norval. She said, you know, in the past, I could have rang a bell for two days and didn't even know if he's in the house. I love uh, it. Well, because he wasn't. Brothers Osborne won their fifth Vocal Duo of the Year award. But, and, I mean, who else is there? Who 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 was nominated with them? And well, they are more well, than qualified. More than qualified. Dan and Shay are still in there. Uh, Brooks and Dunn. I saw Ronnie Dunn on, on the carpet. Which piece was he wearing? Le- his show piece? Yeah, exactly. He looked like he had on carpet. And with his wife. Uh, Ronnie Dunn has different pieces, hair pieces, depending on what event he's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's a concert and it's a windy day, he uses a heavier, more dense glue. And sometimes he has a middle part, and, and sometimes, sometimes it's side. a little more like uh-huh. up, like a widow's a comb peak. Over, a comb yeah. over almost. And yeah. then he has show hair that he wears. That yes. He only breaks out for the red carpet. It's a, it's a, it's a red carpet only show piece. I wonder who's in charge of glue, gluing that sucker on. It keeps, it all, it keeps them separate. It keeps them labeled, laundered and labeled. Mm, I love that. And and brothers Osborne are I mean they're 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 fantastic I mean there's nobody like hitting it out of the park like they are so they, they more than deserve it but it's just like who you know there's not a whole lot of people left and it kills me when they have to dig someone up like they're just praying to God I bet the CMA is paying Dan and Shay on the side to not break up uh, Chris Stapleton picked up his sixth male vocalist of the year award now they could be a duo him and Morgana Lainey Wilson wins female vocalist of the year she is a country Stevie Nicks I mean that's what she looks like. You know, she has on all of those like long shirts and like flowy stuff. And so I found out some news. Um, she, this is insider news, by the way, from someone I know. She's dating, uh, he used to be at Sanford and in Alabama. And he's the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, Devlin Hodges. Maybe everybody knows this, but he, she's dating him. She's dating him. Mm-hmm. How do you know this? I just do. And she was the new, she was uh, crowned new artist of the year. She is country as corn. So she got new artist of the year too? Yeah. She got new artist of the year and female artist of the year. Yeah. And she is from Baskin, Northeast yes. Louisiana, and brought her daddy. Well, back, back story there. Her daddy been very, very sick. Aww. And he was supposed to pay. We talked about this in an episode when it happened. Remember, she had to cancel some shows. And That's just tore right. Her up. Just tore her up because she didn't want to cancel shows. There are artists that love to cancel shows, but she's not one of those. But she had to go be with her daddy because he was, he, was, he was getting ready to head on, head on upstairs. And uh, he, he, he pulled out and... and Walked the red carpet with her tonight. Very sweet. And was there to see her get new artists. Also, 
female vocalist of the year, and she won a couple others. Well, and she was also all over the show. She did the duet with um, Hardy, her Wait in the Truck. And then she also was part of the Alan Jackson tribute with yes. um, Dirks and John Party. Mm, we'll talk about that in a minute. That was the best part of the night for me. Which one? The Alan Jackson tribute? Mm-hmm. Lifetime Achievement Award. The Willie Nelson Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, in years past, Willie Nelson has won it, of course. Uh, last year, ironically enough, it was Loretta Lynn that picked that one up. I do think that people like Lainey, though, because I think she's she's country. She's genuine. She's genuine. She's I like mean, that. that voice, and she is country. And she's part of Yellowstone as well, which people love. Yeah. I um, But there's always that one that just shoots out of nowhere. And you know who's pissed off as hell is that Kelsey Ballerini. She's over there thinking... And she had on um, a dress that Kim Kardashian wore. She had this beautiful blue, I think it was a Balenciaga dress. A who? Balenciaga. I thought that was a shoe. No. Well, it is a shoe. It can be a shoe, too. Okay. Um, and her hair was, like, straight. She looked gorgeous. And she did, they did the, um, she did her song with um, Kelly Clarkson and, uh, I guess it was Carly, Carly Pierce. Pierce. Yeah, Carly Pierce is everywhere, too. Who was supposed to be in that? Well, Jimmy? Blake, Blake Shelton sings on the radio single. Okay. But Blake does not go to the CMA Awards. He's, he's you know, they, they had a spat years ago, and he doesn't get nominated. Yeah. But why hold the CMAs accountable? Hold radio accountable. He's kind of like Toby Keith in a way. Jimmy Allen was solicited to perform. And then, like, with two hours to go, he backed out because he wasn't feeling well. And I don't know who they got to sub. I don't know who that was. Third, third string, the scrub. I don't know who that was. And then let's see who. Oh yes, okay, Cody Johnson. Yes, got he is a big old cowboy. So he got single of the year. When he got up on stage to accept the award with the two songwriters, I kept looking at him and I'm like, why does he have pink? Because I mean, he is a manly man. But I'm like, why does he have pink lipstick all over him? It looked like he had on lipstick, like on his face. But I think his wife had given him a kiss. It was hilarious. He almost looked like he was in drag in a way with like his pink lipstick. Um, I thought that Thomas Rhett, uh, yeah, and the Katy Perry duet was fantastic. She did uh, the red carpet in all denim. And then yeah. obviously changed into this uh, the launch this little number right here. Thomas Rhett, Katy Perry. There you go. Yeah, and the thing about it was he it was I was like interested on how it was going to be pulled off because he didn't have like his full band. It wasn't his normal type of performance. You know what I mean? It was more uh, it was more poppy, but it was great. I thought it was a great song. A lot of collaborations. Yeah, lots of looking them. At the, looking at the clips here from uh, from the show, you had uh, Carly and Kelly and Kelsey War and Peace. Got to talk about them with uh, Brothers Osborne, which they, I mean, they that the whole thing, and you can explain why the because we were saying on the last episode why the Rolling Stones connection, and you also said you know because I had said on the last podcast that they were you know kind of an Americana band, they are an Americana band, uh, but I mean they're very soulful, but they brought it tonight, and they are a husband wife duo, and I mean they were common for it, like hot, hot, hot. That was a great performance. Just announced this week that many artists are covering Stones on a new tribute album called Stone Cold Country. Maren Morris, Eric Church Brothers, Osborne, Ashley McBride have all made contributions. will be out March 17th. 
and the song that they performed, the cover, is only rock and roll, but I like it. Uh, Brothers Osborne and War and Treaty is the first single. So they're actually working uh, the album at radio. Luke Combs did a great, you know, great performance. I, I tell you, I worry about Luke sometimes. I, and I said this, I was texting back and forth with somebody. Sometimes I think like something's going to happen to him on stage because he's just such a big guy. And he puts his whole like every ounce of energy that this man has, he puts into every performance. And sometimes I'm just like, gosh, I don't want him to like keel over on the stage, you know, because he's just like his face gets like beat red. red. Seriously, when he's performing, I don't I don't mean that to be like, you know, tone deaf. But I mean, he really I kind of like worry about him. I thought it was interesting that Lady Wilson, at some point when she was receiving one of the awards, acknowledged on stage, listen, a lot of you have no idea who I am. Yeah, where I can't, well, I'm just but here. understand that I'm going to work hard and, and, and win you over and, and, and do, do, do well, I hope, you know? And I thought that that was a good thing to do, to point out the fact that Come on. I mean, she, she you may just have became, no idea who I am. She just yeah. became eligible this year to even be nominated. Yeah. As a new artist, you have to have some time under your belt. Yeah. Before you can become eligible to even get a nod. And then she won. She had six nominations, the leading nominee going in and picked up uh, at least three. But I think that's the difference between like the CMAs and well, country music awards and like pop awards and stuff. It's like this happens every year where someone just comes out. I mean, honestly, it. they come out of nowhere, although they not out of nowhere for industry people in Nashville. People have been have heard Lainey. I'm sure she's written for them. She's been around Nashville. She said she's been around for a long time. But that happened with Chris Stapleton. If you remember a couple, I mean, you know. CMA Awards. Yeah, not too long ago, yeah, there were so years. many people after that when he won and he won and he won who were like, who is this guy? And meanwhile, he'd been writing for all of Nashville forever. 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville is where you're going to find gallery furniture. Same location for 40 plus years. Donna's going to be there uh, eight days a week. You can go literally any day. I'm going tomorrow. Uh, you can go any day of the week, and Donna is going to be there. Uh, she has a, a very, very hard-driving work ethic that she learned from her daddy, the Wolfman. Yes, the Wolfman. The Wolfman. From Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Head up there. Find it uh, on, on the showroom floor. Find it in the showroom. Find it at any of the satellite showrooms. They have five of them all around Gainesville. They just have so much inventory, so much furniture. And they have a huge showroom there at 1600 Brownsbridge Road. But they have to uh, store furniture other places as well. They just have so much. Five or six trucks a week arrive there at Gainesville. Yeah, you know, Donna is a, I thought we would hear from her tonight. She's a huge country music fan. She usually, like, texts in on somebody on what they're wearing or something, you know. Every now and then you try not to, but you got to have a, a few catty remarks. Not caddy, but catty remarks during these types of award shows. But, um, yes, she has been in the same location for. Ever And that's important for you because, again, this is not, we've talked about it before, this is not a showroom that's like some glass palace where, you know, you have to like ride around the parking lot a hundred times before you find parking or you have to be directed in. And then when you come in, they you say, well, where are your, uh, where are your bedrooms? And they're like, uh, that's on level three. You know what I mean? You have to go up to level three to get to that kind of stuff. This is a huge warehouse. And no, it's not fancy. And you probably have driven by it numerous times and thought, hey, that's that girl that I think's on TV with her dad. You know, or maybe you said that's the place that Caddy and Don always talk about. Do yourself a favor. Stop in. Um, make a special trip. Go up there. We're coming into the holidays. We're coming up to the end of the year. It's time to refresh your house. It's time to get ready for your upcoming guest. Do you know that Thanksgiving is only like two weeks away? Furniture for every room in your house. Guaranteed credit approval. All you need is to uh, have a checking account and to have been on the job for six months. That's it. Donna's going to take it from there. 
Guaranteed credit approval, 1600 Brownsburg Road, Gainesville on Instagram. Post uh, new arrivals. They post uh, great prices and great bargains. Furniture for every room in your house on Instagram at Ask for Wolfman Furniture. At Ask for Wolfman Furniture. Thank you, Donna. Gallery Furniture for your support of the podcast. Also, grateful for pod support from Fayetteville Ford. FayettevilleFordGA.com. You got the Ford lot. Get your brand new Fords there. They got the pre-owned lot there as well. You can get uh, everything on the pre-owned lot. I was walking the pre-owned lot just last week, and that counted like uh, down at about seven Dodge Rams. They had uh, three Chevy Silverados, had a Canyon, had uh, a couple of Jeeps, had some uh, BMWs, had a Jaguar, had... Uh, a Jaguar? Yes, they did, and about uh, seven or eight F-150s, a couple of uh, Raptors. Uh, and where, where do they keep the powertrains? Where does, where does um, Chris Chitwood keep the powertrains? Like in a big closet? Yes. Yeah, he, okay. He's the only one with the key. When you fly Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline, explore... 316 episodes now of the My Second Act podcast. You can also explore three seasons of the My Second Act hype song playlists. When you're seated safely and comfortably, just engage the infotainment system. And now, turn your Starbucks run into new adventures when you link your Starbucks rewards and your Delta SkyMiles accounts. Let's add two songs to the Spotify hype song playlist. Donnie, you're going with the Georgia boy this, this episode. Yeah, I am. He is from Warner Robins, Georgia. I love him. That's it. I don't have a whole lot, but I just like him. I like his music. At the CMA Awards this week, Cole Swindell was singing, You Had Me at Hits Carolina. Uh, fastest number one hit of his career. Got to number one in 12 weeks, which is about a third of the time a, the, it takes the average country song to get to number one. His 12th number one hit. And at the CMA Awards this week, a special guest popped in, Jody Messina, to help him. I still see that girl every time I now Cole Swindell earlier this week dropped the remix of the song with Jody Messina such a great song 1996 original they sound great together yeah they do Jody Messina made the trip from Brooks, Georgia, in Southern Fayette County, Nashville. Left her neighbor, CeeLo Green, home by himself. Packed okay, up her, this is crazy. her wagoneer. And who else lives there? John, John Mayer. Okay, explain this John all Mayer. to they us. They live on a block. Okay, explain this to it's us. It's CeeLo Green, it's Jody Messina, it's John Mayer. But there was a story about how John Mayer got there. John Mayer got there um, through uh, one of the Zach Brown band guys. Okay. Because they all lived in Sonoy, which is just south of Brooks. Uh, a while back, I was I think that Cole's just so cute, and I was worried about him saying, you know, he needs a girlfriend. He needs a girlfriend. He got him a girlfriend. Um, it's Courtney Little, and she was in his video, and they, like, kind of, they've never parted since then. And she's a former NBA dancer, and she was Miss 10 North Carolina. Mm. I dated this guy one time. Uh, Let me tell you something. This is always good. These are always yeah. good stories. What was his name? This is a follow-up. Yes. To the story about the the, the cute boy that you had a crush on mm-hmm. that you met in line at turtles when i came down for van Halen. tickets and you went to his apartment and had sex and drank beer on okay, a sunday i did not I and i don't that, appreciate that you putting that I, out I, there. I may be off I you're way off. off and i don't appreciate you putting that out okay, there. Well then, so, you're always trying to sully me my reputation okay. by like putting this I, out I, there I, so we would go to the roller skating rink well this character showed up at the skating rink 
named Reuben. Who's this weird man at the skating rink with all the girls, the young girls? So him and Rita took a liking to each other. And the next thing Allison and I knew, they were like, they'd be skating together, but they had like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like they, it was almost like they had ballroom type moves. Do you know what I mean? Jive. Yeah. And like they could cross together. They could cross, but that he would have his arm around her. And Alice and I were just like, what is going on? This happened pretty quick. And I swear to you, not six months later, they were getting married. Nothing good starts with a 30 year old man at the skating rink. So is Allison confirmed for next episode? Yes, no. She is. However, as she said to me, I said, I don't know how he drags me into these conversations, but will you come on and talk about it? And she's like, yeah. And she she's said, heard from Rita, hasn't she? Nah. Where's she, Rita? Do we know okay, she around? Please. Well, she's like, she why didn't you use a different name for aliases? So can we go back and regurgitate that? What do you that? call that? Well, moving forward, we'll call Rita what? Hell. Oh, Ruben Sticks. you got to keep Ruben Ruben. <sighs> Dana. Diane. Diana Ruben. That's got to be an R. Got to be an R. Well, Rhonda. I mean, Rhonda and Ruben yeah. sitting in a tree. Yeah, Allison's got stories. I mean, she could tell us, we could tell stories like you just have no idea. Well, but let's yeah. just pick the best. Should I vet them? Should we get Allison on the phone and I'll vet the stories? And- no, we're just going to bring her on. Better to just have her on. That next episode. Yes. And I, the, the, I'm not really going to tell any stories. The only story. The 17th. We'll t- I just want her to corroborate this story because I think sometimes when I tell these crazy stories, people think that I just like. Yes, they do. They, they reach out to me. She's going to come on and corroborate all of this. And she's also going to tell the story about how. She is such a good friend that in middle school, I'm just, I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but for some reason at PE, I decided that it would be a good idea to take the Daisy Duke jean shorts and tank top off my Build-A-Bear type bear that sat on my bed and bring those in to wear for PE. That's a damn good friend. That's a damn good friend. Oh, she's, she is, she is fantastic. Guys, we got a pony at the end of this right here. I can tell you this right now. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm like Ricky Bobby. I don't come to lose. And uh, and I told you, he's going to be tough to beat. He's going to be tough to beat. But let me tell you what, he got the wrong Georgia here, don't he? When Vince Dooley passed away, we never talked about this, but they kept they st- they kept running an ad that he was the one he was in saying, you know, we have to do it for the dogs, da, da, da. I do think there were a group, because I know there were, especially with women, there was a group of people who, while they voted for Kemp, sort of like the Trump situation, while they've always voted Republican, for whatever reason, they didn't want to vote for Herschel. Okay, follow me here. But I think when they ran that ad and Dooley passed and then Georgia's been playing so good, I actually think that I swear that there are some people who were on the fence. Not who are die hard one way or the others, but who were on the fence that are bulldog fans that were like, "This guy's, you know what, crazy," but I got to do it. I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm not really invested in either candidate, and I got to do this. I got to do this for Dooley. I got to do this for the dogs. I'm telling you. Did, I, you. did you notice that after Vince Dooley passed, and they're having a uh, celebration of his life, Black Friday, yes, after Thanksgiving in Athens? Is that yeah? Not, is that not an odd day? It doesn't seem like a good day to do it. Um. After after Coach passed, they they added on the front of the commercial uh, in memoriam. memoriam. Yes, yeah. Coach Vince Dooley. Uh, yeah, it just started airing. 
Maybe two Do weeks you think that was appropriate for him for them to continue to run that? I think that uh, I think that they had to probably have the permission of Barbara and the family. Yeah, and they were very smart to add in memoriam. Yeah, to, to the front of it. I but that's what I mean. I think it. I'm just telling you. I think not for people who truly vetted out every candidate and felt strongly on both sides, but for those people who may have been on the fence, but either graduated from Georgia or Bulldog fans. I, I mean, I think they went in there and they're like, you know what? I don't really, I don't really know, care which way, but for the spirit of of Georgia and Vince Dooley. Walker is going to get my vote because Vince yeah, Dooley died. Seriously, I'm serious. Okay. Brian Kemp is going to win re-election by probably the largest margin of victory in a midterm governor's race. Oh, so wow. Any, any politician on either side in 30. I think he beats Stacey Abrams by a point. Really? That's a wolf. 54, 46. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a beating. 54, 46 was the prediction from podcast host Ben Burnett, host of the Ben Burnett Show podcast. Releases on Tuesday and Thursday, twice a week. Ben is a uh, political consultant. Ben's a politician, former city council member. And congratulations, Ben Burnett. You nailed it. 54, 40, what was it you said? 40. 54, 46. I was going to ask you, how did I do? You nailed it. Uh, I figured, I thought I might. You na- You figured you might. You nailed it. The Republican Party in general was counting on about 500,000 more people turning out to vote. And some of the extended voting days kind of took away from some of that. That if another, the five, and they were 500,000 people that the Republicans thought that they were going to have. So when you look at it, you know, you look at somebody like Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida who just absolutely destroyed his opponent and wins by 19 points. And then you look at Kemp in a state that, you know, they're not entirely different places. I realize that Florida is a little more diverse from a racial perspective with some uh, Hispanic voters. But man, that guy just laid the wood down there. He makes Brian Kemp about as it look about as interesting as a ham sandwich. <laughs> Here is uh, Stacey Abrams shortly before midnight Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, conceding to Governor Brian Kemp. Tonight, I am I am doing what is clearly the responsible thing. I am suspending my campaign for governor. And while I may not have crossed the finish line, that does not mean we will ever stop running for a better Georgia. Can you try a third time? I guess you can, Ben, right, if you want? You know, technically, she'd be hard to beat in a primary, but at this point, I think she's damaged good. Um, in Georgia, I don't know what the role she's going to have carved out, but... You burn a lot of equity in a cycle where it really wasn't favorable to you. And I just think that her ego probably got the best of her, even though the tide really wasn't in her favor. She, you know, a lot of politicians have a God complex uh, that they can't do it if it's not me. And, you know, that is really arrogant thinking because anybody is capable of losing, even me, even her, even Governor Kim. Even Governor Ron DeSantis, they're all capable of being beat. You know, Ben Burnett, you shared this information with me after you learned of it from uh, internal members of the, the Herschel Walker campaign. They saw a shift about 30 days ago in, in, in internal polling, not only in Herschel's camp, but also with Kemp, Governor Brian Kemp's, his, his internal polling showed about 30 days ago a shift in what? What was it that, that caused people to kind of reevaluate the campaigns and who they were going to vote for? It's a scary thing. You know, I've been incredibly 
personally critical of Herschel Walker for a long time because I think he's got a mountain of issues. And But no, I mean, there's no denying in the last, things tighten. The Republicans are really, really good at closing out tight races. Um, and what I would say to that point is, you know, Georgia is a 48.5% state, one way or the other. Republican, Democrat, it doesn't matter. You know, I know the three types of voters. There's a Brian Kemp, Herschel Walker voter. There is a Brian Kemp, Raphael Warnock voter. And there is a Stacey Abrams, Raphael Warnock voter. I do not know a single person who voted for Herschel Walker and Stacey Abrams. And if I am running Herschel Walker's political life for the next 30 days, it scares the crap out of me. Because I don't see how they're going to be able to put it together. The only message that Herschel Walker really has to run on is that I'm not a Democrat. And what we saw last night, you know, he underperformed Brian Kemp by a quarter of a million votes. Guys, we got a point at the end of this right here. I can tell you this right now. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm like Ricky Bobby. I don't come to lose. And, uh, and I told you, he's going to be tough to beat. He's going to be tough to beat. But let me tell you what, he got the wrong Georgia here, don't he? What the hell, who the hell rather would vote for Herschel Walker? I uh, was a tweet last night in the uh, Herschel Walker. Just I searched for the hashtag Herschel Walker uh, as the votes were coming in, the tallies are coming in. Eighty-eight uh, percent of evan- evangelical Christians voted for Herschel Walker, not Warnock, the candidate who has devoted his adult life to Jesus Christ. Let that sink in. You know they were counting on a whole lot more people turning out. You know, five hundred thousand people that were outside of Metro Atlanta chose to stay home. I think the most interesting thing that we see out of Tuesday night's election cycle is that less people voted in the entire election for 2022 than they did in 2018, which saw, you know, Georgia's seen a tremendous amount of growth with COVID and people moving here, fleeing red states or fleeing blue states for red states. And the fact that we couldn't get the same number of people from four years ago here with a larger overall pie, really, there's a lot of questions that need to get answered. And I don't know that anybody on either side knows why they stayed home. But if those 500,000 people turn out, knowing that 55% of them are Brian Kemp voters, you know, 56% of them are Brian Kemp voters, it pulls Herschel over the edge. So I'm telling you, if he can say whatever he wants on that stage, he wakes up today and he has no damn clue what's going to happen in the next five weeks. If anybody had been put in that slot, but Herschel Walker, would Raphael Warnock have, have won last night, hands down, no question, no problem at all? No, Raphael Warnock would have lost. Herschel Walker knew he had that race in the bag. He wouldn't even debate his opponents in the Republican primary. And there's a gentleman, Gary Black, who's the agriculture commissioner, Latham Sadler, who is a longtime Navy SEAL, Kelvin King, Janelle Kings, who's on Fox News, right, right. from time to time, her husband, who owns a construction company. All three of those people would have beaten Raphael Warnock like a drop. Uh, check out the episode of the Ben Burnett Show podcast with Sam Lancaster, who is vice president of voter contact for the Herschel Walker campaign. Fellow Americans, I'm Jimmy. I thank you for joining us for uh, election night. Our award-winning coverage starts now. We are live from our headquarters in Hollywood. Not only are, are we live, Our audience tonight, this is exciting, our studio audience is made up entirely of Herschel Walker's children. (laughs) And a good-looking group. 
Wait till he meets you guys. Daddy's going to love you. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it very much. See you, man. December 5th, the runoff, Donna. December 5th. So uh, Warnock may be at your... uh, He's going to be at your Thanksgiving. He's going to bring your turkey to Thanksgiving. I think that's the one thing everybody thought about last night. It's like, oh. And if you're in those campaigns, you know, you got to save your coffers. And I'm sure they did because there was, you know, there's always a chance there's going to be a runoff. But I mean, you can't like spend your entire budget and then not be able to go the distance. Here we go again. And that gives more women more time to say to come on out of the closet. Took me to the clinic. Okay, I don't, I don't know about that, but okay. Well, what were you thinking? I'm sorry. I don't know. Just all well, kinds. They put of, a gun to their head. Just think well, about it. Think, think about all the things, Donna, that Herschel Walker, whether whether created, embellished, um, written from scratch, or true. Look at the landmines that he walked right over. He walked right over, and it's now in a runoff. I mean, within a, within a, a half a point. I mean, did you at any point while listening or watching the returns? Go, holy shit. Is this real? Uh, Is this uh, really uh, happening? All night, yeah. Grateful for pod support from Awesome Alpharetta. Play a while, stay a while. Find your awesome, awesomealpharetta.com from T-Mobile. Free yourself from internet BS. Reliable internet, 50 bucks a month. And guests of the Cadillac Jack My Second Night Podcast State Properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management. The brands you know depend on and trust. Like Marriott Hilton. And West and the Paramount Pledge to you, cleanliness, a friendly staff, a comfortable bed, great location, and a great value. Paramount Properties can be found in Atlanta, Georgia Tech Downtown, Knoxville, Baton Rouge, LaGrange, Carrollton, and Noonan, Georgia. Brightmore Healthcare, thanks for your support. Audio for this episode from the Country Music Association, Nashville. ABC TV, the 56th awards of the Country Music Association. Herschel Walker for Senate Campaign. Raphael Warnock for Senate Campaign. Stacey Abrams for Governor Campaign, Travis Denning and Universal Music Group Nashville, Cole Swindell and Warner Records Nashville. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Dingo Studios here in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack My Second Act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs>